Hey everybody, so welcome back to my channel. Today we're going to be talking about how to build a team. You might be watching this video because you are posting YouTube videos and you want to find an editor so you can post more content. And hopefully the end goal for you guys is just to make YouTube full-time so you guys can keep building a brand. And whether you post on YouTube or TikTok, building a team is applied to anything. Whether you're trying to run a business and hire an assistant or if you're on TikTok and you need help distributing your content, Building a team is almost so important the day you first start posting. And here's why. I believe the most important reason why you should build a team is because it's the main way you have a long-term brand. It's the only way to make social media a full-time job. I truly believe it. If you're running solo, you can probably get pretty far one or two years in. But if you want to make long-term money or long-term income... I think it's so important to have people around you to help you prevent burnout. And obviously not everything's about money. You could just be, you know, also bored of doing shit alone. Like, <laughs> there are so many moments when I've been on YouTube and I've been on YouTube for 10 years. And my fifth year, I was just sick of being alone. And I think slowly and surely, I started to grow a team. So editors, people who are assisting on the admin side or playing the emails, slowly and surely I built this. And now my brand... My company has five people that work full-time on, on building uh, this community we have together. And I do other stuff on YouTube. I have a media agency and I do NFT-related projects. But for the most part, it all started by finding an editor, just so I could build a long-term account and I didn't have to burn out. Okay, so now you might be wondering, Jane, when should I build a team? I really think there's not an exact number. Building a team is really whenever you're ready to take this thing full time. I really think that's it. Like if you could be in your first 100 videos and you feel like you still want to have fun and maybe you want to wait until building a team. But I also think you could be in your 10th video and you're like, okay, I'm ready to scale. I'm ready to grow. And, you know, for me, I waited till my like 150th video to grow a team just because that's when I was ready to take it seriously. But it could look different for everyone. And I really think you don't even need to have a bunch of money to hire people. And today's video, we're going to talk about how to exactly do that. Say you're ready to take social media full time. You want to do that influencer ting. Um, you can start today. And here's how. So there's two ways. I'm going to be talking about how to find editors. So how to grow your team internally, like growing your product, like growing your content production. But I'll also be talking about working with a creator program. So this is kind of kind of like working with uh, management or people to help get your content and, and make money. So let's talk about the two. All right, so now that you guys know how to maybe earn more income and build a team, a network that helps actually boost your brand, let's talk about your internal content. So one of the biggest things to grow your brand also and hire a team on is getting editors. Getting editing, getting editing help is the biggest way to fast track more content and get more your ideas faster. I actually have my team here with me. We're going to do like a little Zoom interview so you guys can hear from them. This is my team. Hi, I'm Amanda and I mean, I've been making like YouTube videos since I was like 12 but like actually editing for other people. I've been doing it for three years. I'm Maya. Um, I've been editing for people for about four years now. I used to be editing for my sister and now I'm editing for G. Amanda, how did we meet? 
Yeah, so I just sent an email, like called, called email, is it called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, so I just sent an email and yeah, and it's hope for the best. And you were like, hey, I'm interested. And yeah, and then we do like a call, phone call and we start working together. So I met Jade on kind of like through TikTok and we were just like both creators. So we followed each other and yeah. And then I saw Jade was looking for an editor. So I reached out and I applied and now we're working together. Now, speaking of onboarding process, you might be wondering how does your team work together? And here's how it goes. Cool. How was like, um, was I, I guess my first question would be, was I your first client, I guess, in terms of editing for other people, or did you guys have prior experience? Like if someone wanted to build a team, um, or was an editor trying to look for a team, like, do you think you need prior experience or can you just jump the boat and like figure it out? So I don't think you need prior experience, like working with someone technically. Um, but I do think you need prior experience, like at least editing your own content and kind of like getting used to like the editing styles of like editing software. Um, me personally, I was editing for myself first. Then I went on to editing for my sister. She taught me a lot of stuff in editing. Um, but I did just teach a lot of stuff to myself just by watching YouTube videos and just learning a lot from the internet because there's a lot of like information out there. And then after working with my sister, I was like ready to work with somebody new and yeah. Amanda, any advice to that? Like with experience? I feel like you have an interesting story where you actually didn't edit for someone else either before um, working with me, but you did, you know, you figured it out. Like, how did you do that? And would you recommend that? Yeah, I feel like I definitely recommend it, but I went into it without really like thinking about it. I feel like if I ever thought about it too much, I would have freaked out and like being like, oh my gosh, like I'm like editing for someone else and like have the responsibility of making the video mm -hmm. look good. And I also feel like you got to be patient and maybe put like extra hours knowing that, you know, like it's going to take you longer than another person and through practice, you'll get better and, and like get like the YouTube rhythm and definitely like, studying videos um, help a lot as well. Um, how did you know you wanted to edit for other people versus um, editing on your own videos? Um, was it just out of something that you like were curious about? Did you more, was it more for financial reasons? Um, yeah, I guess that's the, like, how did you know you wanted to edit for other people? Um, and then like, how, how did you start? Like, did you just start reaching out to people or how did that work? Um, I feel like for me, I, I was like a stuck because I really like editing, but I feel like with my videos, I had a lot of pressure of like, uh, it took, it took too long for me to like film and think of ideas. And I just wanted to be able to just edit and not have to think about those things. And I feel like editing for other people give you the option to also experiment with different styles. Because when you work with one person and like with, then with another person, you're able to like edit things that you can feel like your personal touch a little bit, but like also relate on like other people's styles. And I feel like that's really cool. So yeah, that was like my main reason why I wanted to other with other people. And also working with other people makes the you know creative uh, process much easier and fun. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, um, I always loved editing videos for myself personally, but kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, you do have to spend a lot of time filming and then editing and it's amazing, but 
the, th the good thing about working with other people is everybody has their own editing process. Everybody has their own editing style. And there's just a lot that you can learn from any anyone out there that edits their videos because everybody does it differently. Everybody knows a new software that they use. And it's just a really good thing to like meet new people. And you know, it's not that hard and you learn a lot. Cool. My last two questions I have for you guys is um, to explain to me how we work together, us three. Okay, so start of the week, Monday. Today's Monday. Um, like this, we would get together on a Zoom meeting. Prior to the Zoom meeting, we would usually have a message from Jade kind of going over what we're going to be going over during the meeting. So maybe the three different videos that we're going to be doing that week, we're going to have a rundown on a Google Doc of what we're going to be talking about in the meeting. Then we jump on the meeting and we discuss, we do a little brainstorming and um, go on YouTube, look at thumbnails, similar video ideas that we want to talk about. And we come up with a concept on the videos. Um, then since Jade has two editors, we split up the work divided weekly. So I would take the Monday video. So I edit on Monday and let's do Tuesday. And then Amanda would do the video later in the week, maybe on like a Wednesday, do Friday. And yeah, then during the upload process, um, I usually get sent the video like that night, edit it that night, and then give it to Jade the next morning. Um, if it's a longer video, we would have more time to edit it. But since we're doing shorter form videos, that's about how long it takes. And then, yeah, we upload the video. Um, Amanda makes the thumbnails and then uploads it for Jade. This process works really well. And honestly, when you're first starting out, you might just not be able to do the brainstorming part. You might just send them footage. But I think, honestly, having your editors a part of your brainstorming part, uh, stage is so key. It helps your thumbnails and titles look so much better. So my next thing that we're going to talk about is payment. How do you afford editors? Now, honestly, you guys, payment is so different per person. Um, Maya and Amanda are going to talk about how they charge in the beginning. And I'll explain how I pay people out. Uh, my last question, and this is a taboo question, but I know a lot of editors are going to ask. Um, you guys both edited for other people before. So my question is, how did you come up with the rates in the beginning? Like when you were first starting, uh, how did you like not get run over? Basically, how did you do that? How did you come up with the rates? I used to be a freelancer as well. So how do you go about that? And what do you recommend for someone? Yeah, I think personally for me, it was a little bit different because I did start working with my sister. So working with family is a little bit different. I feel like I did get run over because like the first time, cause you know, like you have to get used to working for free at the beginning, even when you're working with somebody new and they're not like your family, I feel like get used to working for free for like the beginning. Cause that's like your learning time. And then once like, you know what you're doing, like you just have to be really confident in your work and also really work at your work and make sure that you are continuing to learn things so that you feel validated in how much you're charging. Um, I feel like I never want to get like complacent and just be like, this is how much I charge because I'm great. Like I always want to be learning something new. But I feel like that's what you should be doing. And then also just split up your time and your day and think about how many hours you're spending on that video versus like other things you're doing in that day. And yeah, start at minimum rage and just go up from there and figure out um, how much time you want to be spending on it. Think about how much time you'd be spending on a minimum wage job, you know, down the street at Ross and think, are you doing more work than that person might be doing? Then maybe I should be charging more than that. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like that. That's how I came up with, with the rates.
Amanda, how did you come up the rates with maybe, I, I don't even know, like how did we come up with the rates back in the beginning? Yeah, I feel like, hmm, I feel like we did like a first video, which was free, just like a trial. And I feel like now what I've learned from like working with other people, what I would do is like make like a first, like a trial video, but if they end up posting it and like they actually like it and wants to work with you, then pay you that video. But if it like it doesn't work, then there's like no compromise and like paying. I feel like that's a good option at the beginning. And then like once you start working together, yeah, I feel like at first I was definitely like it was my first time. I also didn't know a lot of English. Um, I had like a different time. So like it was like a lot of things. So I feel like for me at first, I really um tried to see like what value I was like given. Um and also like um kind of like I feel like it's also like being able to um wait, how is it like giving a little bit from like both parts and like talk about what everyone's like comfortable with um as well um and yeah and i feel like you know over like the years the more like you feel like you like i feel like the more i feel like i improved and like um i got better at it i feel like between like the two of us like we ended up working like um yeah I feel like over time the more like you improved the more you can like uh think about like um raising the the rates and I would also recommend I feel like there's also like the question of like whether to do like a flat rate or to do like hourly mm-hmm. um I feel like it does depend a lot on the person you're working with I feel like flat rate is sometimes more hard to do with YouTube videos just because videos could be different every week they can be a different length they can be a different amount of you know editing that you need to do to them so I feel like that's the thing with flat rate is flat rate might be changing every week if you're going to do flat rate you know what I mean because just videos are going to be different all the time and if it was your own personal video like you wouldn't want to be charging the same amount for like a five minute video maybe for like a 30 minute video so I feel like that's how I think of it Cool. Thank you guys. So in the beginning, we did a trial run. And I think that's really important just because I was 16 at the time I was working with Amanda and I didn't have that much money. So, you know, I obviously believe in paying people fairly. That's like everyone that works with me knows this. I'm, I'm, I'm very conscientious of people's time and energy. But when I was first starting out, free trials slash um, trials that were unpaid and then that went to a paid position were things that help me as a YouTuber and you'd be surprised if you're a creator right now I don't want you to like obviously you know exploit someone's free work you need to pay them but like if you're first turning out you can definitely say hey I don't have the money now but let's do a trial run and we can work on a payment plan what do you want for payment and I think that's the best way to start introing it I really think if you're strapped for money um try your best to work with a friend like maybe give them channel equity or a percentage of AdSense that's another idea if you are, you know, even more struggling, there's nothing wrong with getting a, another job to pay for your YouTube. Um, I personally run a media agency and that's called X8 Media. I generate income by helping brands find influencers. This is a whole separate income and this helps me fund my channel. And if you're wondering, you know, I think the right amount for an editor, again, is dependent on the city and timing, but um, most of the, the hourly, most of our editors are hourly. So anywhere from 20 to 30 an hour is what we aim to do. 
These are my video editors for the channel. They also edit my TikToks. They also edit anything for X8 Media. I, I love you guys to death. And the way I met Amanda and Maya was actually through two different ways. The first way was I basically got an email from Amanda three years ago saying she edits videos. And I decided to work with her because she seemed cool. She seemed like she was hungry and a fast learner. I met Maya because I put out on a story, Instagram story, that I am hiring an editor and she was one of my top applicants and I ended up working with her. So you can see if you're looking for a team, there's two ways. You can either wait till someone comes to you or you can put out an Instagram story or you know a YouTube post saying, hey, I'm looking for a team member who wants to help. And I think it's the best option for creators to hire from their audience. Now, I use the word audience and not the word fan because I think you know, the one thing I will say is you, you might not want to hire necessarily a fan. You might want to hire someone who enjoys your content, but also like respects your work just because that can get kind of sticky. But I really think that the best way to hire is through your community because they will understand your style, your vibe, and it's just a way easier onboarding process. All right, I hope this video was helpful for you guys and encourages you to build a team ASAP. Um, if you guys want more videos about team building and like how we have these brainstorm meetings let me know and hopefully you guys enjoy thank you amanda for editing this video thank you maya for being this video and thank you guys for watching mm -hmm.